0: Hello, and welcome to Move Conversations. This is your host Venkat. In this episode, we talk to Tushar Sahu. Tushar is a fellow IFTN and a veteran of the steel industry. Uh, Sometime back, he retired as the Executive Director of Steel Authority of India. After that, uh, he took on the position of uh, Group Chief Commercial Officer in uh, Thailand's uh, biggest uh, HR coil and steel producer, uh, G-Steel PLC, and GJ Steel PLC Limited. Subsequently, has also been the executive director of Synergy Capital in UK, a private equity firm. My co-producer and uh, Mrigank and I were classmates of Tushar at the Indian Institute of Foreign Trade. So we are grateful for all the encouragement we have received from all of you uh, for our new series called uh, Move Conversation, Trade Stuff. In this new channel, Within the Move Conversations, we talk to international business professionals. And this also includes IAFT alumni as well as others. So, Tushar, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good morning, Bengkat and Mekang.
1: It's so nice to be with you. And it's really, I'm very,
0: very, very excited. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, let's begin with... uh, you know the start of your career journey in steel business, Tushar. As long as I have known you, you have been a steel man That's and a right. salesman. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> if I remember correctly, you were already working in SAIL, uh, you know, Steel Authority of India, when you joined us at IAFT. Yeah. So okay. when did you get started in this business?
1: Yes, I I belong to state of Orissa. I did my MSc in physics from Revensa College. You must have heard; this one of the oldest sure. institutions. In In, in India, India, college, uh, eighteen sixty nine, and then I I just uh, appeared for sale entrance exam. I got it, so I did not try anything else.
0: Okay, and I
1: joined in May seventy nine as executive trainee. Okay, uh, marketing, as you know, sale is one of the biggest and oldest public sector unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, founded by the then uh, prime minister Jawaharlal right. nehru in 1955 right it it has about eight steel plants five mild steel plants and three special steel plants and it has uh, at one point of time it used to employ around 3 3 lakh employees
0: thousand people oh wow right. it's come right. down
1: it has come right. down to fifty sixty thousand. 60000 biggest oh as uh, machines become automatic and uh, productivity increases through automation so people come down but right. it is a unique place in the history of public sector units in india Absolutely. in the sense that it was primarily a uh, start of industrialization in in independent india and it used to employ people uh, without uh, any any concern for profitability it was to give right. job that was right. the objective of PSUs
0: right so the, we we got an idea of sale but let's talk more about you what were the different roles in sale that you have taken up over the years I no, I joined in marketing as a
1: marketing department sale has okay. a unified marketing uh, uh, organization called central marketing organization which sells steel produced by all its steel plants Okay. So okay. Uh, they, they, they are now uh, selling almost 16 million tons and is the largest uh, producer of steel so far in India. Of mm-hmm. course, others have caught up very fast, like hmm. Tata Steel, which is very old, but they have grown uh, sequentially in the last right. few years. And JSW, right. which started in the 1990s uh, or so, but it has grown very fast. So both are almost, all the three are almost similar in nature so i i did throughout my my careers marketing of steel okay. both domestic as well as international tra- uh, trade mm-hmm. i also developed uh, certain new products uh, for a brief period of two years uh, when i was posted as marketing chief mm-hmm. in bhadravati steel plant okay mm-hmm. so uh, that's how So I started uh, our marketing headquarters in Calcutta, corporate office in Delhi. But uh, all the senior officers and marketing organization sits in Calcutta. We have about 76 outlets all over India. Across the country. Across across the country. country. Over the years, we have been a steel supplier to many, uh, everybody. In fact, SEL has the widest range of steel produced in India, even now. Actually, that's a good
0: point uh, for us to, you know, for those of us uh, who are not from, you know, uh, steel business and are not familiar with that. How are different types of steels categorized? Say, you know, you can explain to us based on form, on composition or end-to-end use and so, end-use and so on. So, so tell us, you know, what are the different types of steel? Actually, there are
1: basic, uh, uh, there are three basic types of steel. Okay. Uh, which are produced. Steel, I'm talking of. I'm not talking of iron. Because okay. Pig iron is one which is pure iron, which is okay. used in foundries and uh, mm, uh, for making further steel by the secondary sector through okay. EAF root or uh, mm, other secondary. EAF
0: species. is electric art furnace, right? Yes, yes. For those who are not from the They industry.
1: use pig iron in making steel. Uh, scrap mm-hmm. and iron, they use. Even DRI and H- HBI but steel as such is categorized into three categories one is mild steel mm-hmm. which is uh, used in general purpose uh, uses like mm-hmm. uh, fabrication or mm-hmm. construction or mm-hmm. or uh, further uh, rolling into uh, hr coil cr coil galvanized seats color coated seats or rebars mm-hmm. or okay. structurals these are right. basic categories
0: mm-hmm. Then
1: next category is your special steel which mm-hmm. is uh, which is, has alloying elements. They are used for very specific, uh, high, high um, uh, specialized uses in automobile component, spacecrafts, right? Um, many other defense uh, production uh, yeah. like that, right? And right. Then uh, you have stainless steel, which is a right. different, which is
0: also alloy steel, but it's a different category. Right, right. So I think you mentioned two processes. If I heard you correctly, were DRI and H. Can you, can you, uh, clarify? uh you know, you know, you, you, let's, <laughs> yeah. uh, it, DRI I, I, direct... I heard them actually, but I just want to make sure that our audience gets it. I know, yeah. you know, uh, you know, so, so many decades you have been in the thing that like, you know, it becomes <laughs> yeah, yeah, part yeah, it of becomes... your vocabulary, but, uh, help us out to, you know, to, to
1: DRI is direct reduce iron. It's produced yes. from iron and coal um, right. uh, is a process, which is an intermediary process and Correct. used as a raw material in right. the... In uh, electric car furnace for melting and making steel right, similarly iron. hbi also hot briquetted, hot briquetted iron also, iron. yes it's also yes. similar form but the process of production is different right and um, it is produced through gas based or coal based also but right. nowadays uh, the industry prefers gas based because of environmental
0: concerns. environment issues so we will so these are inputs those. Uh, yeah yeah for uh, these
1: steel. are inputs sorry go ahead these are inputs for making steel in the secondary sector. The right, primary right. sector, is you use virgin mm-hmm. iron ore and coking coal mm-hmm. in a blast furnace to make mm-hmm. molten iron and mm-hmm. then use molten iron in steel making by adding certain uh, alloying elements to mm-hmm. make it uh, steel.
0: Right. So what are the types of steel that are you know produced in India? And uh, you know, are there some types of steel for which we are import dependent?
1: yes uh, because every country both exports and imports because there are so many large varieties of steel which cannot be produced by a single country
0: okay because
1: economic scale economy of scale may not be available because if you do not have sufficient demand for a particular product which which necessitates a volume production so people Mm. do not prefer to produce that because the cost will go up high so they try to import Mm. So certain countries specialize in certain kind of uh, specific uh, kind of steel mm. which they supply throughout the world by, and that gives them the volume. Okay. So that is, I think, it's a coexistence throughout the world. People know which country has specializes in which kind of steel. But general, so which
0: type we produce in India and which type we import? No, we produce most of
1: the things except okay. certain high-value High tensile steel, where you know the tensile, high tensile steel steel. is higher, right. but the volume of use is very low. You need mm. small quantities in a structure, or in, in any highway or anything, which does mm. not necessitate, does not help a local producer to produce small quantity. So they right. for right. example, Japan and mm. Korea are volume product producers of this high tensile grade steel or some, some one or two producers in Europe and USA, because right. they get volume. Because as you know, steel intensity in construction in mm. India is still low. Right. Uh, Steel-based uh, building and structure, uh, we still prefer cement uh, to steel, but right. in uh, developed countries, they, they use more of more steel. steel in construction, uh, as right. high as 90% in Europe and US. Right in, a, in right. A building infrastructure
0: right so so you know a couple of years back i think about two years back 19 to 2019 i think i read this uh, news that india is the second largest producer of steel and that that year it overtook japan i think it still retains that position yeah
1: that's right that's right. and if, so no.
0: which which countries are the major producers of steel which are the major exporters which are the major importers Major producer, of
1: course, is Japan, yes, China, which China. is way, high, way ahead of any country in, in the world. Right. They produced last year more than 1 billion tons of steel, uh, right. 105057 uh, million tons. India produced uh, 111 1 million tons right. for distant second. Mm. Third is, of course, Japan. Fourth is the mm. U.S., Uh, and fifth is uh, Korea. So these are the five topmost countries in the world. Hmm. And uh, India is growing. India has a national steel policy 2030, Hmm, where hmm. they are planning to produce 300 million tons of steel uh, capacity. They are to create capacity uh, 300 million. At present, India has an emplate capacity of 140 million. Okay. Last year the production was low throughout the world because of COVID pandemic. But right. uh, this year again uh, we we should expect a double digit growth in steel production and consumption.
0: Right. So so we. Uh, China has a huge capacity, India plans to, you know, like you said, plans to roughly double its capacity. So, so, you know, not all of these is going to be consumed at home for any of these countries. So that that, you know, brings us to the international trade in steel. But, you know, we also learned about the US trade restrictions on steel imports into USA, Uh, you know, especially during the Trump era. Uh, Could you Talk a little more about that. How did it impact uh, trade? Uh, you know, steel trade business. How was India impacted? How were other countries impacted? And so on. Briefly.
1: Yeah, roughly in international trade on steel is roughly around 350 million tons worldwide. Mm. Mm. The large exporter of steel continues to be from uh, Asia. That is China, Japan, mm. Korea. Mm followed by India Iran Iran has come up as an exporter then Korea right. uh, uh, Turkey mm. and to some extent uh, the European Union right. but maximum export takes place from this this uh, Asian countries. countries yeah mm. Mm. and one of the largest importer of uh, importing region of steel is Southeast Asia in mm-hmm. the world as a, as a Asian countries, have been traditionally the largest block of importing countries followed by US mm-hmm. and uh, India. India, India's export and imports roughly match. Some mm-hmm. years they, pro- they import more, some year they export more, like during COVID time between mm-hmm. April, May to September, October, India became a large exporter of steel because there was no demand of uh, consumption in India. So mm. they exported a lot of uh, steel to Vietnam and China during that mm. period. But on a, in a normal year, India imports around seven million tons and exports around six to seven million tons. Right. And these are mostly <clears throat> specialized special steels. Uh, f- for example, high value, high tensile grade uh, uh, steel for pipe laying. You know, X80, API mm. X, API grade. Mm. Or steel for uh, manufacturing uh, the fans for uh, wind wind, ton, wind wind turbines, wind, wind turbines, right. or the uh, the automobile outer body panel steel mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. like that. they import or These CRNO, are the high grade yeah, mm-hmm. CRNO, for making uh, steel uh, subst- uh, the power substations. <clears throat> or uh, CRNO, CRGO, cold roll non oriented, cold roll grain oriented. So mm-hmm. these are specialized steels which are not produced in sufficient quantity. Mm-hmm. One more item of uh, import is your uh, uh, color coated, which is Colored. not produced in enough
0: quantity. In, uh, so these are the, the kind. Of... So that includes the galvalume and all which they use for ro- roofings and things like that? And uh... No, galvalume
1: no, no. produced. Uh,
0: uh, okay. In, in India. Good. Quantity. Okay. 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 So, so which countries got badly hit by U S trade restrictions? Mostly China and okay. partially Korea, Japan, and Brazil. Okay. So the, the and small order. quantity from India. Okay. Okay. Right. So, so let's understand, uh, you know, um, steel from another uh, perspective, um, you know, from ore to fork what are the major steps in the transformation of iron in an you know integrated steel plant or an alternative way of manufacture i know you started uh, you know talking about it a little bit earlier so mm. i just wanted to you know uh, revisit that topic
1: yeah we start with uh, iron ore Ar- steel steel requires iron ore mm. uh, uh, 1.6 tons per ton of molten iron and okay. uh, coking coal where the mm-hmm. ash content is less than 10% mm-hmm, or 10-12% mm-hmm. on an average. Uh, that mm-hmm. uh, is required around 900 kgs mm-hmm. uh, for one ton of steel mm-hmm. and then small quantity of additives like limestone and um, other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the, the iron is made at a de- at a temperature of 1200 degrees. It's between right. 9, 950 to 1,200 degree in the blast furnace.
0: Okay.
1: And that molten okay. iron is taken to uh, uh, another unit called SMS, steel melting soap. There right. it is added with uh, other additives, um, manganese and uh, other alloys to make it mm. steel. Right. <clears throat> then steel is cast into what is called is a solid form, semis. Mm. They are called semis. Semi-products, Semi yeah. right. like billet, bloom, and slabs. Slabs, yeah. Then, depending on the product uh, line you have got, manufacturing line, if you're a long product, right? long product is categorized as uh, rebars, wire rods, and structurals.
0: Okay.
1: And flat product is, is called HR coil, CR coil, that is hot roll coils, cold roll and coil, cold oil and oil galvanized. Coins, yeah. So, if you are making long products, you you cast uh, the molten steel into billets, Mm. then billets are rolled into making rebars, wire rods, and and structurals, billets and blooms. Mm. Similarly, for flat product, you cast it at HR coil, hot rolled coils, and then Mm -hmm. hot rolled coil has some uses, um, like pipes and tubes, and some automobile parts. Mm. But use uses uh, through cold rolling. Cold rolling, you go for white goods mm. and uh, furnitures and many other things, even mm. automobile parts also. Mm. And then go into uh, cold roll is now rolled into coated steel. Zinc coating mm. is done, yeah, to to, uh, to avoid rusting and mm. uh, long long life. Mm. And then zinc, zinc also, then you make it color coated for roofing. Zinc also itself is used for jinx seats are used for roofing. So roofing these are the basic. Mm. But alloy steel has a different thing. It, it is, again, produced, uh, steel is produced in liquid form with a lot of additions of many other vanadium, titanium, and many other things to right. but the, the specific properties required for induced segments. Mm. And then uh, it is rolled into, again, long product or flat product, depending on the uses.
0: Right, right. Uh, You know, um, sale is synonymous with stainless steel in India and, uh, you know, even otherwise, uh, you know, uh, people in, uh, you know, whether it's um, roughly middle class and above, like, you know, our interactions with steel is... more with stainless, stainless steel, steel right? Yeah, the other, you use the other steel is hidden, right? Other <laughs> yeah. steel is hidden, whether it is inside a car, whether it's inside a building or wherever, right? Or a freeze uh,
1: or hidden. a washing machine, everywhere steel is
0: there. Yeah, it is there, but it is, you know, we and don't. Nobody see knows. It, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so talk to us a little bit about stainless steel, right?
1: Yeah, stainless steel is now being used more and more worldwide. And uh, again, China is the leading producer of stainless steel followed by India and European Union, Mm -hmm. but uh, advanced countries use more of stainless steel. Mm -hmm. Stainless steel can be used in um, buildings construction, facading and uh, for uh, railings, for many other things. And uh, at home for utensils, for for washing machines, uh, the drum, in, yes. the, in the in the dairy segment for making right. uh, milk processing, Absolutely. and in the food segment, restaurant segment in the kitchens,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: kitchenware is one of the large application of stainless steel. Right. India right. has two three major producers of stainless steel. One okay. is of course uh, Jindal Stainless Steel, which is the by far the dominant player.
0: Oh. They, they not sale. Oh, I thought no, because, like, sale. No long... sale.
1: Uh, sale has a small stainless steel plant in Salem. Right. Of course, the quality parameter, the assessment is that the cell steel is the best, hmm. and everybody knows about Salem stainless steel, and it's hmm. mostly used in kitchen and home home use sector. So now, Jindal is the bigger one. Okay. And now there is a big application in railway wagons are being slowly converted into stainless steel 400 series. There are three types of stainless steel categories: 200 series, 300 series, 400 series, mm. for different type of applications. So it's railways use in their wagon. They started making using stainless steel 400 series, mm. which has a long life and a weight to strength ratio is higher. Uh, right. So right. Right. that is being done. So, doesn't and it, it make, make it too expensive
0: for for uh, for the railway coaches? Is it passenger coaches and like passenger it it... as well as uh, as
1: good well sure. as uh, goods train? Yeah, both they started using. No, they have seen the lifestyle cycle cost.
0: See earlier, very
1: Earlier, very the earlier mild steel, yeah, mild right. steel. Uh, the, the the coaches used to run out and uh, catch uh, rusting and all that after Absolutely. ten years. But Absolutely. these will go for thirty years. So even though initial cost may be a little high, but lifestyle cost is better.
0: Right. Lasting
1: is better. And they, they were wasting a lot of manpower uh-huh. and, and their, uh, their uh, workshop time mm-hmm. in refurbishing the old coaches. And there, is, there was always a backlog because mm-hmm. in, how, no matter how many numbers of workshops you have got for refurbished coaches and wagons, it was not sufficient because they are adding every year more coaches and more workers absolutely
0: right so they have found a via media and uh, they are now using more stainless steel wonderful that's that's good to hear right then then, then the like you said the life cycle uh, you know usage can be much better and then you know that, that that's good and um, you know uh, you also mentioned about the dairy uh, industry and uh, you know um, uh, using the uh, industry. restaurant industry and so on uh, dairy industry especially the tankers and so on and so forth so so we make all of those grades in in uh in the uh, uh, between uh the, we, the Indian we manufacturers. make all grades of
1: stainless still in india
0: right so so that we are not import dependent on those kinds of things you know oh you no, know no. general is no. making
1: it no no no, no, okay. no they have to import it no no we are making sufficient And we have sufficient capacity for stainless steel to make if the demand goes up. And there are the expansion also being carried out by various producers Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. making stainless steel. Yeah,
0: Right, right. Thank you for joining us in yet another episode of Move Conversations. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe to the Move Conversations YouTube channel and press the bell icon to get notifications of new episodes. Thank you very much till I see you in the next episode. Thank you very much. Have a great day.